Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast, I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we? Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Inner Divine Podcast. Thank you so much for taking a little time out of your day to tune in to today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about manifestation, but more specifically, the difference between detachment and apathy. So, If you don't know much about manifestation or the law of attraction, essentially the law of attraction states that like attracts like. It also operates on the basis of thoughts turning to things. So we get what we think about whether we want those things or not. Because everything is energy, thoughts are energy, and so you are the transmuter of that energy. And so when you have a thought You are taking energy, you are forming it into words, you are forming it into a picture in your mind, and if it's something you are constantly thinking about, then that thought is building momentum, and as it builds more momentum, it is more likely to manifest, especially if you have no resistance, if you are detached from that thought, if you have no resistance around it. So... It's kind of funny because there's a bit of a paradox there because I have found the things that I think about once, literally one time where I'm like, oh, that would be cool, and then I don't give another thought to it again, those are the things that tend to manifest really quickly. And I've tried to do some some analyzing of this to try to understand because if it doesn't have momentum, it's crazy how how it can manifest so quickly, right? Because I had always been taught what I've just told you, that when something has momentum, it is more likely to manifest. But that is only the case if there is zero resistance around the thought that you're thinking, around the desire. And so I hear people talk all the time about detaching from the desire, detaching from the outcome of your desire to release the resistance around that. And for a while now, I, I've been doing that. I've been focusing on that. I've been very aware of it. But I started to go down this spiral of apathy because to me, I started to blur the line between what was detachment and non-resistance and what was apathy, which is absolutely not caring at all. And so I believe that I am here to exhibit that high priestess energy, which means I I work in the light, but I'm also not afraid to work in the dark, in the shadows. I'm not afraid to go there and see what that feels like, or in this case, how there were no feelings. It was like a numbness, and that was 
that was really interesting. Apathy is, I can't even call it an emotion, right? Because it's it's not an emotion. When you just do, you don't care enough to care. Um, I personally think it is it is worse than feeling any of those lower vibration emotions like fear and guilt and worry and anxiety because when you don't care enough to care, you really get to this point of feeling like nothing matters, but not in a way that gives you that expansive freedom, liberation perspective. It's from the perspective of nothing matters, so why bother? And that can be really dangerous territory to walk into. It was also very difficult to pull myself out of that. It took months to pull myself out of that. But I want to come on here and talk about it because as you go through your spiritual awakening, as you go through your dark nights of the soul, or I believe they should be referred to as the dark nights of the ego, there may be this, actually not there may, there will be this shedding that occurs. And for me, I notice whenever I'm shedding a layer of my old self, especially if it's a very large layer of my old self, my defense mechanism is apathy. I go to this place in my mind of we're on a floating rock in the middle of the universe and nothing actually matters. Like life is such, it's just so insignificant and so small when you think about the grand scheme of things, right? And so sometimes that perspective can relieve the pressure and remove the weight from my shoulders because I'm like, oh, like everything's fine. Like kind of like, don't worry, be happy, that kind of a mindset. So sometimes it all depends on your perspective, right? Sometimes that mindset helps relieve pressure and helps me zoom out and remember the bigger picture. Other times though, when I'm in a more apathetic state of mind, it pulls me into a place of, well, nothing matters. So why bother? And it kind of takes me into this energy of just giving up, not taking care of myself, not caring to create, not caring to really do anything with my life or just with myself. Like I'm kind of just existing in a void, feeling completely numb, which is why I say that apathy is probably one of, in my opinion, one of the most dangerous lower vibrational places that we can find ourselves in, especially when we're in the middle of a spiritual awakening. So I have proven to myself time and time again, when I have a thought, because I'm very, I'm very aware of the thoughts that I'm thinking, but when I have a thought and then I see the manifestation of that thought happen the next day because I only gave it you know, a second of my time. I had no resistance around it. And then I see it appear the next day. I'm understanding just how powerful this detachment, this non-resistance is around your thoughts, especially when it comes to your desires. When you're thinking about the things that you want all the time and they're not occurring in your reality at that moment, there's no way to kind of ignore the fact that they're not happening <laughs> in your reality at that moment. And so the thing is, you keep thinking about what you want, but in doing so, there is an energy automatically tied to that of it not having manifested yet, of you not experiencing that reality yet. And so it's kind of like the more you think about it, you're building 
momentum of resistance instead of momentum of the desire. And so that's when frustration and irritation starts to build. And then you start wondering why it's not happening. You feel like you're doing all the work and you're journaling about it. You're meditating. You're, you're thinking about it. You're feeling the emotions that it would feel like what it would feel like if that thing manifested into your life, right? You're doing all the work. You're doing all the things that they tell you to do when it comes to manifestation, and yet the key piece that I don't think people realize is that if you're thinking about it so much and you're also noticing that it's not there, which is usually what's happening when you're thinking about something, you're thinking about something that isn't, hasn't manifested yet, that isn't there yet, you are building a momentum of resistance. And so then more resistance is building around it, which means it's going to be harder and take longer it's not gonna be harder for the universe to bring it to you but you're not matching the vibration of the thing that you want you're noticing that it's not there and so by by thinking about it not being there you're attracting more of that energy of it not being there because again like attracts like right so I found myself in this place with a particular desire I'd been thinking about it a lot I'd been doing a lot of the work but I'd also been unintentionally adding resistance around this particular desire of mine. And so then I went on the other side of the spectrum and I decided to to pull back from it and to detach from it. Like I literally wrote in my journal, this is the last time I'm thinking about this. I, I've written it down in my journal. I've done the work around it. And now I am truly surrendering it and handing it over to the universe. So what's interesting is when I handed that desire over to the universe, you know, the how and the when, because those aren't up to you, the the why, the what and the why are up to you, and holding that vibration of how good it would feel to have that thing in your life, what feelings it would give you, because that's all we're really after with the things we want. We think it's going to make us feel a certain way, and so that's a way of quantum leaping is to just go ahead and feel that way right now. And usually you feel that way right now by not thinking about the thing that you want that hasn't happened yet. It's usually not thinking about it at all. And I have found this to be more and more true when I give something a thought and then don't think about it again and see it happen the next day. I'm like, oh, this is actually the crux of law of attraction and manifestation. This is what it means to be detached and hold no resistance around something is to have a thought to feel good about the thought, but then to not think about it again. Because by not thinking about it again, you you are holding no resistance around it. Okay, so back to detachment and apathy. I went off on a bit of a tangent there. What was interesting about this particular desire is when I surrendered it, when I handed it over to the universe, instead of doing that in a way that felt good to me vibrationally, I did it in a way where... It was almost like there was frustration and irritation built up around the desire, again, resistance, when I passed it along to the universe. And so it brought me to this place of, fine, like, I'm done thinking about this. I'm detaching from it. Like, I don't care anymore. And that energy was not preferred. I would not recommend... (laughs) I would not recommend that energy when you're handing something over to the universe, again, because... Every thought, you have to think about it this way, every thought that you've ever had is in the last place that you left that thought. 
And so if you don't really like clean up your thoughts, especially if it's a desire and something you want to manifest, if you don't clean up the vibration around that, that's the... That's what you're giving to the universe. So I was giving the universe this vibration of screw this, like I don't care about this anymore. Here, take it. It was a very lower, like frustration, irritation, um, kind of like a bit of hopelessness in there, which is very, very far on the um, vibrational scale. And I realized the reason why I felt that way was because I was so attached to it. So you can't say, I don't care about this anymore, screw it, but still feel so disappointed that it hasn't happened yet, right? So it's so interesting because you can say, you could say words, you can say your affirmations, but what what it really comes down to with manifesting is how you feel. Like the universe is not responding to your words. It's not even responding to your actions. It is responding to your vibration. It is responding to the way you feel. So you can sit there and say, I don't care about this. Screw this. I'm over it. I'm I'm handing it off. Whatever. I surrender this. But deep down inside, if you're feeling hopeless and disappointed and you're kind of grieving over this desire that hasn't happened yet, that's the last vibrational place that you're leaving that desire, that thought at. That's what the universe is taking with it. And so it's it's not going to manifest. <laughs> it's not going to manifest because you're not matching the vibration of the thing that you want. But I didn't just stop there. No, I went way deeper into this spiral of detachment because it wasn't actually detachment. Because I had these other feelings around it, these lower vibrational feelings, I started to pull myself into this place of apathy, which was kind of like being angry that something hadn't happened yet or feeling like I had given so much of myself, so much of my attention and my focus and that I wasn't receiving the thing that I had asked for in return, you know, in the timeline that I wanted, because again, that is that is not the way to manifest. So it's so funny because I almost went back to when I first started manifesting and I realized now that this was the lesson that I needed to learn around this particular desire because it ended up manifesting as soon as I had the realization, <laughs> which is what I'm sharing here with you on this podcast today. And I was like, oh, so just remember that the universe, like, there is so, oh my gosh, the divine oneness of the universe, the divine laws of the universe, the divine timing of the universe, like, the universe is so much smarter than all of us. The universe knows, it knows exactly how to give you what you desire going down the path of least resistance in a way that is going to be most pleasing to you and also surprise you a little bit. Like who doesn't really like the element of surprise when things turn out just a bit better than what you expected? And yet we cling so tightly and hold on so tightly to our desires and the way we want them to happen and how we want them to happen. And at the end of the day, we don't, we don't know best. We don't know best. So this is where that energy of faith and trust and surrender really comes in. And feeling those feelings about your desires, about your thoughts before you hand them over, being in that place of, I trust that this will happen if it's for the highest good in divine timing. I trust. I trust the universe. Okay, so like I said, I handed over a desire when I was in a low vibrational place. 
I told myself I was detaching from it. I told myself I was releasing resistance around it. But really, I was falling further down the vibrational spectrum into feeling angry and disappointed and kind of helpless and hopeless, not empowered until I got to the place of apathy. And when I looked up the opposite, the antonym of apathy, it's empathy. And so then I started to piece together. So apathy is not caring enough to care. It's beyond numbness. It's beyond feeling like you're in a void. It's really this energy of nothing matters, so why bother? It's a very, it's a cruel place. It's a cruel vibration to be in because everything is a paradox. Everything is contradictory. But I believe that I went to this place of apathy. I went into these shadows and I stayed there for a while so that I could learn how to pull myself out of that place and to share that knowledge, to share my experience and my wisdom with that with all of you. Because you might be feeling like you are in a place right now where you are super apathetic and you just do not give a fuck, right? (laughs) Like, I know that feeling. I've been there. I stayed there for quite a while to really... And it was hard when I was in it too because I was feeling so crappy that it was, I didn't care enough to like do the inner work, like to actually, again, it was such a paradox because I was like, wow, so I don't care enough to care. So how am I going to care enough to pull myself out of this when I don't care to pull myself out of this, right? So that's why I'm saying it's such a dangerous energy to be in, but I am so <laughs> I am so grateful, again, because I trust the universe and I trust my guides. I am so grateful to have had that experience and, and worked through it and pulled myself out on the other side, again, so I can share this knowledge with you. So when you are in a place of apathy, it is most likely because you are feeling empathy burnout. The opposite of apathy is empathy. And empathy is that energy of caring so much, of caring so much about everything, about humans and about the world and about the littlest things, right? So the actual definition of empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Whereas the definition of apathy is lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. What happens when you're in an apathetic state is you lose that connection, that divine connection with yourself and your higher self. You don't lose it completely because it never goes away, but you you really muddy up that tether, that cord, that thing that ties you to something greater than you. And a lot of times, apathy will actually mask itself as a one of those other lower vibrational feelings that is, you know, it's just a branch off of fear. Fear shows up in so many different forms. And so that's what's funny is because you think of fear as like being afraid of something, yet you wouldn't think of anger as fear. But when you think about anger, you're afraid of something potentially not happening or not turning out a certain way. And so you're angry at the not situation. And so by being angry at that, then there has to be some fear there because 
if that doesn't happen, what would that mean for you? And that's where the fear comes in. That's why anger is actually a fear response. So apathy is really tricky like that because it's a mask for fear, but then you're having to dive even deeper into the fear to see what's under there. And what I came to was that I was actually angry with the universe. I was angry with other people, and then I was angry with myself. And so when I really got down to it and I was able to see that apathy was actually fear and that the fear had to do with anger and that anger being angry about the universe and how things weren't happening on the timeline or or they just weren't occurring in the way that I had hoped they would or how I had laid out my desire to the universe. Or It really was because I felt like it was taking too long, which again, I had, I understand I had an attachment um, I had a, I had a timeline. I had expectations. I had this outcome in mind, and all of that was muddying up the universe being able to actually give me the thing that I wanted in the way that it's that it was going to happen. Anyways, you just have to release all the crap that you have around your desires, and the universe will just it'll just plop into your lap, right? But I unmasked apathy, I unmasked fear, I unmasked that further into anger to then understand that. If this thing didn't happen, I had this fear of loss or like this fear of failure, like somehow I had failed, like I'm supposed to be, and this is my ego, right? That I'm supposed to be like the spiritual person that I have practiced manifesting things that it's worked in the past. So why is it not working now? And so really my apathy was just a mask for a fear of failure or a fear of what would this mean if this doesn't manifest? What would this mean about me? So I had this really interesting part of my ego, of myself, that was in the process of shedding, and I didn't realize that that's what was shedding. That that anger, that angry part of myself, kind of like, I don't know, now when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, I was being such a, a brat. I was being like a bratty little kid, like, give me what I want. I've done all the work. Like, this is unfair. <laughs> Like, I was being such a brat. And it's it's only when you come out on the other side of it that you can see how you were behaving and the mindset that you were in. But again, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? The thing that got me out of my apathy was crying. And then that led into, like, angry crying. And that's when I was able to identify the anger where I was just like, oh, like, I'm just so pissed off. I'm just so angry. And then I was able, I was like, oh, that's it. It's not actually apathy. Your apathy is acting as a shield because you're so used to not feeling these negative emotions, or maybe you have trauma around certain emotions where you feel like it's not safe to express yourself. That was another thing I discovered, childhood trauma, right, is that I was I got in trouble when I expressed anger. I was yelled at and punished when I expressed my anger. And so it makes sense that apathy came as as a shield because I was afraid that I was going to be punished or or scolded or yelled at for how funny to be yelled at for expressing for yelling about something, right? <laughs> but anyways, that's what your apathy is there for. So then I started to realize I'm like, "Oh, this was actually just a shield." And it was a shield and a mask, you know, paradoxes, right? (laughs) But it was shielding me from myself and from this childhood trauma that I hadn't unpacked yet, that I didn't want to unpack. And so by sitting there and just allowing myself to feel 
and kind of creating that safe space for myself that I I felt like I didn't have when I was a kid. I was able to just cry. I was able to feel the emotions and then the, the tears kind of turned into angry tears and that's when my childhood memory surfaced. But I now know it's safe for me to express my anger in a way that feels good for me, in a way that helps me process it, in a way that helps me move through it to transmute that angry energy into one of loving forgiveness and compassion. And that process right there, everything I just explained, that is shadow work. That is the power of shadow work, to be willing to go into the depths of your subconscious mind, to to care enough to look at the emotion of not caring enough and just ask what's there and layer by layer just peel away the mask and you will always find some kind of fear hiding there, the loss of something hiding there. And more likely than not, you will also uncover a memory from your past that really had an impact on you that has just been stored in your subconscious mind and has been playing out in your behaviors and your habits and the way you respond to things and how you feel you can express yourself. So I really hope that this episode helps you. I hope I was able to shine a light on on apathy and and fear and manifestation and and shadow work and hopefully show you that it's not scary unless you make it out to be and the reward on the other side is so powerful and so empowering because it's freedom it's freedom and liberation from a past story that has been hindering you that has been holding you back Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. I would love to have you over in the Inner Divine Collective, which is my monthly membership community for spiritual seekers. You can find that link in the show notes. Other than that, I will chat with you all in the next episode. Sending you so much love, light, health, and happiness. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com. And give me a follow over on Instagram at Inner Divine Alchemy. Don't forget to check out the collective where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.